Today is Saturday, February 19, 2022. The first reading according to the book of James, chapter 3, verse 1 to 10. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you realize that we will be judged more strictly, for we all fall short in many respects. If anyone does not fall short in speech, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body also. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we also guide their whole bodies. It is the same with the ships, even though they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot's inclination wishes. In the same way, the tongue is a small member and yet has great pretensions. Consider how small a fire can set a huge forest ablaze. The tongue is also a fire. It exists among our members as a world of malice, defiling the whole body, setting the entire course of our lives on fire itself, set on fire by Gehenna, for every kind of beast and bird of the reptile sea creature can be tamed and has reptile been tamed by human species, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it is we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who are made of likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this need not be so. Responsorial Psalm Psalm 12. You will protect us, Lord. You will protect us, Lord. You will protect us, Lord. The Gospel according to Mark chapter 9, verse 2 to 13. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and he spot his clothes become dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer see anyone but Jesus alone with him. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. Then they asked him, Why did the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He told them, Elijah will indeed come first and restore all things. Yet, how is it written regarding the Son of Man that he must suffer greatly and be treated with contempt? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did to him whatever they pleased, as it is written of him.
he was transfigured before them. In the transfiguration of Jesus, the two disciples say, see Jesus resplendent in glory, as signified by his dazzling white clothes. It is the glory that belongs to him as God's beloved Son. For a brief moment, the veil of his humanity is lifted, and his body is enveloped by resplendent light. This is how the glory of God is presented in the Old Testament. The transfiguration happens after the first prediction of the Passion. Immediately after Jesus' declaration that some disciples will see the kingdom of God coming in power, the disclosure of Jesus through character points to the suffering and glorification of Jesus, which are intimately related. The vision granted to the chosen disciples is meant to prepare them for the scandal of the cross. When at a passion, they see him as a man of suffering accustomed to infirmity, spurned, and we held him in no esteem. They are to remember their experience on the mountain.